Hey everybody, it's Matt. First off, I just want to thank everyone for the support we've gotten. It's been absolutely unreal. We couldn't be happier with the feedback, but we do have some bad news. This episode was hit with a little bit of technical difficulty. It seems like Stuart's mic wasn't working. Don't worry, we'll get it fixed for next week. Everything will be back to normal, but you will notice it sounds a little weird. I think it's still totally listenable so you will still be able to enjoy it. We feel this is one of our best episodes yet, so we didn't want to re-record it, and hopefully you'll think it's one of the best as well. So now that I've gotten that out of the way, just sit back and enjoy the show. Actually, we'll be interviewing as a team. We're here to fuck shit up. When you bring me out, can you introduce me as Jake Stewart? And I'm Matt. And this is the Nuclear Fridge. <laughs> it's completely insane. You guys are idiots. Do you have nuclear weapons? In the fridge. Is that nuclear waste? This whole fridge is a joke. Honey, you are a regular nuclear meltdown. You and I are not so different. Stupid fridge guys. Well, do we just own? Go to school, boys. Hello, and welcome to another fantastic episode of the Nuclear Fridge. I'm your host, Matt Paget. And as always, I'm joined by the two most salaciously delicious and sexy boys I've ever known. Men, full-grown adults. <laughs> Debatable. The first one is <laughs> the first one is Jacob Decker. I'm ready to talk about Kanye West's new album, which we said we were going to talk about Donda. Hell yeah. Uh, so, uh, oh, I don't think I have anyone else to introduce, so why don't we just get into Agreed. it? Agreed. No, I'm just kidding. Damn, Stuart shade. Gears! How you doing, buddy? I'm not prepared to talk about Donda, but I'm happy to contribute. Neither am I. I, I think... <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, is I think I'm the only one who listened to the live stream that he did and then did not release the album like Def Jam recording said he would. Yeah, yeah. I... I can't believe I trusted him again. Yeah, I figured it was legit this time, so I didn't watch the live stream because I was like, I'd rather hear the more polished tracks when they show up on Spotify, iTunes, whatever it might be. Joke's on me, though, fucking idiot, because I didn't even hear it. I haven't I haven't listened to it. I'm not going to listen to it. I'm not going to support that. I'm not going to support that. Release the album or don't do your giant fucking live stream show where you sell chicken tenders for $65. Oh, uh, hell yeah. No, I yeah, I've only seen snippets of it, and I just then I kind of just decided I'll just wait to listen when it comes out. Yeah, so it, I think that's a good idea. I mean, God, it is such a thing. Give us, give us, give us. We want your full review, Maddie. Uh, so it sounded like he was going back to kind of a pre. Jesus is King sound with some of the songs he released last year, um, like Wash Us in the Blood and uh, Na Na Na, which I know, <laughs> I know Stuart's a fan of that title. It's just, I just look at it. Well, it was, how you said it last time was so funny. You know, like his, his hit track, Na 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 and Goo Goo. Na Na Na. Like, no <laughs> Na Na Na, great Goo -goo song. Na Na Na. Na 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 at night. It's great. Yeah, but so it kind of it, it's back to uh it's it's back to Jesus is King. It sounded very gospel. Um it you know it it the thing is like 
I, I have weird mixed thoughts about this album just from that one listen. And like, for the record, it was fucking, it was a weird fucking live stream because it was either being broadcasted or filmed at a lower frame rate because the video looked like shit. And it was just Kanye West walking around a stadium, stopping for a song, kind of crouching for the entire song. Everyone's cheering. And then he gets back up, walks to another spot in the stadium, crouches again. And that's pretty much the the whole like hour and whatever it took for this thing to go. And I'm like, man, what a fucking crazy. Like, I guess I guess people are fucking crazy about Kanye, but I, I look at that and I go, man, we we are like still in a pandemic, <laughs> and you are charging sixty five dollars for chicken wings and money to to, to see this. Did you? Which is like how many chicken wings did they get? I, I have no idea. I, I think I don't know if anyone actually bought the chicken wings because it was like I'm sure someone like, did. Someone must. The hot have. dogs were like forty dollars, and it's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I could see like one of the richer people That's doing not it. Very but... Jesusy. Yeah, you know what? I agree. Uh, where are the crackers and wine? Uh, you know what? If he was giving away free I, crackers I and wine, respected the shit out of. That. <laughs> I would have been like, that is dope, dude. And the thing with the album is that like I listened to it and I was like oh it's starting to pick up but then I realized I'd already been listening for an hour <laughs> and like there and it was for like a part of a song where I was like pretty stoked but but a beat drop never came he never went hard like yeah I heard there was like no drums yeah and people I mean that's were the thing kind of like hypothesizing that he hadn't added the drums yet because apparently Jay-Z didn't get his verse in yeah. until like 4.50 or something, which was an hour before the show started or, or close to that, which is... I, I think that's know, when it was supposed out. to start. I... Yeah, that's the thing is that like... You hear these things like... I mean, th that's always what Kanye has... That's, that's, all, that's always the story is that like Kanye was supposed to release... Life of Pablo before SNL, but then he had performed at SNL and went right back to the studio to keep working on it. And then he released Life of Pablo, and in the fashion of a true game developer, he he released an unfinished album that he he said he needed to fix. <laughs> I mean, I'm a fix wolves. I uh, I respect his transparency. I kind uh, of. I guess he's yeah, not super transparent a... because he said it was going to come out and didn't and didn't really explain yeah. why but i respect the fact that he is a perfectionist and he wants his stuff to sound the way he imagines it in his head which i respect but at the same time i feel like he really needs a pr person to be like hey maybe don't say you're gonna release this if it's not ready maybe finish it and then we can start talking about when the release is gonna be well, it's funny because, like, the way he announces stuff and talks about stuff he's working on is, like, if I announced every little thing I started working on and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm writing a script. It's a, it's about, it's a horror movie and it's this, this, and this. It's going to be exciting. But you haven't exciting. started it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then it, like, everyone's like, where's, where's that horror movie? Oh, Matt's working on a podcast now. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to uh, run for president. And then actually he's working on an album. Yeah. And then he like, he's like, oh shit, the election's coming up. Better start running for that president thing I was talking about. 
Yeah, it's super weird. And and I think the craziest thing, and this is kind of why I don't know what to think of what I've heard of Donda so far. I went back and listened to Jesus is King, and it's it's like better than it was when I first listened to it. And I don't know if that is a... Did, did Kanye West release a new Jesus is King, or am I crazy? Or was Donda that bad that I went back to Jesus is King and went, oh, this is actually pretty good. <laughs> it's probably the latter. I I actually have been listening to Jesus is King, and I'm like, how did I... I thought... G- Jesus is I, I'm King. I'm actually into some of the tracks, I, and, and I'm like... I did not like Jesus, about is, that. Jesus is King when it came out, but I've kind of... I don't know if I like it now, but I've definitely come around on it a little bit. It's definitely when I rank Kanye West albums, it's probably at the very bottom. But uh, yeah, it's absolutely at the very bottom. It's because it's not terrible. There are some yeah. stuff that I really like, and, and the production is always really good. Like his production is always great. It's just I don't know. He like that album in particular. I feel like he just had literally nothing to say. Which I think it's like a message that a lot of his fans just don't give a shit about like i i think like i don't know that there are a lot of kanye west fans who were also like hell yeah i love jesus and he's my lord no but he also released a really good song called jesus walks which well yeah that that was a long time it was ago, a long though. time ago but that was kind of the same vibe so when kanye yeah. says he's gonna release like a gospel album i was like okay so maybe it could be old Kanye in the vein of Jesus walks and it definitely wasn't that I don't think he cussed at all right and Jesus is king because uh, he wanted his kids to listen to it which once again I don't know I respect but it's just like dude you got nothing to say like Jesus Jesus walks had like a good theme to it right it was like I'm gonna write a song about Jesus because I want to even though it's not going to get any plays or any spins as he says. Cause I'm young and hungry and, and he, he, you know, he had a, he had a different perspective at that time, but yeah, I don't know. Like I listened to Jesus is King and I'm like, there are some like pretty good songs on this. Like I think like the first four or five songs are good. And then there's a good one near the end. I, I enjoyed the flow. I enjoyed, I, I, I didn't even think he rapped on it. I could, I like from my memory, I was like, Oh yeah, it's just him sort of singing doing his kanye sing thing or or like i mean a lot of it is other people rapping on it but yeah i was pretty surprised that i liked it going back to it i think there are a lot there's a lot of like i mean half the album i can't stand but <laughs> there's a good solid he could put together a good a side if if he wanted to with that one i i think my hope with jesus is king is that i'd eventually come back to it like jesus and i'd be like oh this is actually really good that didn't happen though with jesus king at least it's not happened yet because like jesus when that came out i was not a fan of jesus at all uh except for a couple songs that are like black skinhead uh blood on the leaves is one of my favorite kanye songs uh but like revisiting that album in the past couple years that album's really good. That's probably one of my favorite, at least conceptually, that he's done. Um, but yeah, so far that has not happened with Jesus is King, which is a bummer. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I don't think I will get in the habit of listening to it a lot. Um, I was just like mostly surprised that I liked it. 
after being so incredible. Maybe, maybe, you know, it could have just been a, oh my God, new Kanye album just dropped. Uh, I heard the Yondi leaks. I have to listen to this. Yeah. It may have just been like intense disappointment. Well, even even like Ye and Kids See Ghosts, I thought were really good. Those oh, like seven yeah. track albums. I think there were seven tracks. Yeah, Kids See Ghosts is fucking it's great so so i expect they did more of that yeah i expected jesus king to like blow me away or at least get close to it but that definitely did not happen because i didn't love the life of pablo and i figured that would be the point where i like lost interest in kanye's music but then yay and kids see ghost came out and i was like okay never mind that was probably just a fluke and then jesus king came out and i'm like eh. yeah life of pablo is a weird album like I like aspects of it. I I, I like a. I mean, I think Wolves is just a fucking amazing song. Like, I think that song sounds so cool. But it just doesn't flow like every other Kanye album. Yeah. Even Jesus is King ha- has, like, a flow to it. Even though I would put it below Life of Pablo. But I don't know, man. I definitely was like, could this be the worst one? And I was like... I need to listen to Late Registration again. Late Registration is down there for me too. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But I listened to it. I'm like, oh, this is actually like leaps and bounds ahead of this. Yeah, because (laughs) Late Registration has like, uh, has Gold Digger and is is Diamonds from Sierra Leone on that one? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I I like that song. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff on that album. Uh, yeah, well, Diamonds not a lot from of Sierra good stuff, Leone. But I remember some good stuff on it. I, I feel like like early to mid two thousands was like, I feel like hip hop was super formulaic. Uh, I mean, if you, I mean, college dropout to late registration, like Jesus Walks and Diamonds from Sierra Leone, both have the same kind of like thematic tone to them. They're very like serious songs that have like important meanings behind them. Um, and, and they kind of followed, they were followed by like more playful singles and stuff like that. And, and I mean, the biggest, like literally every album is the same as Eminem where it's like, Hey, every time I release an album, I, my single is a funny, goofy song about how I'm back. Uh, and it, it's, it, it, like, I feel like a lot of 2000s rap was like exactly that for each album like each rapper this is the song where i i talk about this and this is the song i talk about that and then graduation came out and i think really blew that apart yeah. like i looked at kanye a lot differently yeah i think graduation is incredible graduation like there were songs i liked by kanye and then graduation came out and i was like oh this is dope and then 808s and heartbreak is probably one of my favorite albums of all time like i that and Yeezus are probably my two favorite Kanye albums. My beautiful Dark Toasted Fantasy, of course, is up there, but there's something about 808s and Heartbreaks that or Heartbreak that's so good. Yeah, I'm totally with you. I, it's probably the 808s. Yeah, dude. Fuck. It, it's a great album. Stuart, what's your favorite Kanye album? Um what's up, buddy? I, yeah, hey, what up, guys? Yeah, no, I mean I don't want to <laughs> I mean truth be told, I've only fully listened to a couple of Kanye's albums. Um I do really like my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. I think that's an awesome album. I yeah. I think I liked Yeezus even the first time I heard it, um, fully. 
I, I, I enjoy, I, there's some really good songs on there and I, yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I haven't listened to though, like any of his other albums really fully. I, I mean, songs here and there, but I, I, not enough where I can talk into it in depth like you guys, but I, I like his music from what I have listened to. I also know that his music has varied greatly. So yeah, I, and you know, I mean, I'm, I I hope this new album's really good. I did. Oh, you know what? I did actually listen to Jesus is born once with Zach and I, I just kind of Jesus is King. Stuart, yeah. not Jesus <laughs> is born. Or Come whatever. on. Sorry. Jesus, you sorry, disgusting Jesus piece of excuse shit. Excuse me, excuse me. Sorry, Jesus. You can tell. I, apologize. Kanye West is my, apologize my favorite to Kanye. Artist of all the time. I'm sorry, Kanye. Uh, and then apologize to all the people that had to hear you fuck it up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, 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 you know, I. Yeah, the Jesus, the Jesus, the Jesus album. I'm just gonna say the Jesus album. Uh, Jesus is King. <laughs> I. The Chick Fil A song made me kind of laugh. Yeah, oh, that's the, uh, yeah. That, that song. I that's the only song I can think of when I just him screaming Chick Fil A made me laugh. But uh, yeah, the rest of it was just a little bit like I I just re- <laughs> I just remember when I was listening to it in the car because I think Zach has listened to it a couple times. Um, and for those who don't know, is that my that's my brother. Um, and everyone just kind of sat there silently listening to it. It is just kind of like almost like i felt like kanye was there with us to be like guys check this out and you're just like listening like eh. yeah check out my mixtape <laughs> check out my mixtape like, eh, I, I, I will say like i i understand why people hate kanye i understand why his ego can be incredibly obnoxious and i can agree to some extent but i i have a lot of respect for the way he feels about his music uh, in particular, in multiple interviews, he said that if you like my music, you don't like it because you like me. You like it because you're a fan of yourself. And I thought that was super powerful. It's kind of cheesy. And the way he describes it is super cheesy. But like the underlying message of that is like he writes music because he wants people to feel empowered. He wants people to feel better about themselves. He wants people to like be excited to take on the day and ready to go. And like that aspect of his music, I think is amazing. And you can feel it, right? You can feel it when you listen to graduation, even when you listen to like sadder stuff like 808s and heartbreak, but like, especially my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, like with power, like that's what that song is about. Right. Yeah. And like, yeah, absolutely. I think that aspect is one of the reasons why I am like, I will always be a fan of Kanye, no matter how much I dislike whatever he releases. I think like the underlying message he tries to put in his music, I think is generally super positive, And I think that's great. Um, and it's why I'm excited for Donda, even though it probably will never come out. And it's why I loved uh, Yandi, which never came out. And it, you know, like, like I will always, keep up with whatever he releases because of that yeah yeah I'm, I'm totally with you man i i definitely wholeheartedly agree on the his his music is very introspective for the listener at least for me i mean i i totally connect with that philosophy and so much of his music like i don't know man i i, I listen to my beautiful dark twisted fantasy and all like the range of emotion that's in that album 
and like I've got monster and it's it's like oh embrace embrace the monster that's inside of you like it's this like oh yeah like I feel cool when I listen to that song and I listen to Runaway and it's a more like emotional song that is mm-hmm. excellent you know, you're, production you're about some it. of the best production ever yeah that song is incredible uh, and Jesus like I I really like well, Jesus I, I feel those meanings I feel those themes and I go. Like, yeah, man, there, there's shit I'm pissed off about, too. And, like, obviously I can't relate to the whole black experience in America part of it. But I definitely feel the power in that, and it makes me feel that way for but everyone. I think that's why Yeezus is so successful, in my opinion, is that that album is about, like, fighting back against the powers that be. And, and like, most of that album is not talking necessarily about, like, race or... But but it's more talking about uh uh like the imbalance between uh like social economic classes and how like the elite control like only a couple people control what's at the top and who gets to release what because at the time of that album Kanye was trying to make it into the fashion industry but he was like discovering that most people in the fashion industry do not want him in that industry so he was like fighting against the powers that be in order to like just make shoes that he thought was pretty cool which is crazy because he had the yeezus shoes right that i think they were called yeezus the yeezys Yeezys. yeah that like were incredible and then they sold like crazy i think they still sell for a lot of money yeah but even with that he could not break into the fashion industry and that's what that album's about except he kind of like switch the meaning to like not it's not directed at the fashion industry it's just directed at the powers that be the people who the, the tastemakers who control what's good and what isn't so i think that's why yeah america Jesus, yeah yeah Jesus to me is like such an impactful album because of that and you know it, it you see it and it's also just like sonically it's so cutting edge cutting edge and weird and like no one has ever tried to do anything like that at least not that i know of and I don't think anyone will or do it successfully. Like he just made that shit work. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I respect Kanye West as an artist very much. I, I don't think anybody should ever be, you know, ju- no, their music shouldn't be judged just because some people disagree with them on things or maybe don't like the way they behave. I, I yeah. think people that do that are, are missing the whole point of music to begin with. You know, music's just supposed to like touch you or you know make you feel something and yeah you know if that's his goal i i i mean i think he's done it very well uh whether people like the new stuff he's putting out or not i mean he's always has people he always has people talking he's you know it's kanye he you know he could put out literally nothing and people will talk about it Mm -hmm. you know that's it though but. He had said some really dumb shit, especially recently. That's well, like, I oh, mean, oh yeah, God. and yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, listen, I, 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 I love Kanye, and I, I, <clears throat> I have strong feelings about his actions and what when they relate to mental health. And he clearly, oh yeah, through, through his music has mental health problems. Like he he raps about you, you don't want to see him off off his Lexapro and stuff like that. And he and won't like, get medicated because he thinks it makes his, him less of a man, and it's just like, which that, you ain't, know, that ain't the take, dude. I, I'm sure, I'm sure he worries that it, it it'll stunt his creativity, which is like the big, the big thing for Chris. That's what I was worried about. That's what uh, you, you worry it's going to change you, and and honestly, it it doesn't. It it makes you a better you. 
because you don't have to worry about all this other shit that's weighing you down. But uh, as much as I love Kanye and I, I hope he gets better um, or is on the path to getting better, I, again, I don't know him, but like me mental health, like I, I've been an asshole and the reason I was an asshole is because I had poor mental health and that weighed on me and made me short with people, made me... Uh, do and say things that I, I would not have done in a healthier mindset. Um, that that is an explanation. It's not an excuse. Um, there are th there's no excuse. You have to take control of your actions and take responsibility of them. And I love Kanye, but yeah, he said some really dumb shit. And uh, I I not necessarily I don't necessarily want the old Kanye. I just want him to be a healthy Kanye. And uh, for his sake, his kids' sake. Um, again, I don't know his personal life. I don't know what went on with Kim Kardashian, but they recently separated. So it's, uh, you know, they, they seem to be in good spirits. They seem to be like friendly because she went to that Donda live stream. Oh. Uh, and, and everyone, uh, so weird. There was this person who took photo or a video of her coming in and they were like, it's Kim. Kim is here. Ah, oh, hi, North. Hi, Nori. Hi, Nori. Hi, hi, uh, um, other Psalm and all these other kids. And I'm like, what? <laughs> named his kids Psalm. Um, he missed out without doing South. Yeah. 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 That seriously. A, um, missed opportunity there. You, you thought North was a name. Wait, which, <laughs> wait till <laughs> yeah. you see his next kid. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, but it's it's just bizarre the way they, the I don't know that that family, uh, the the Kardashians really bugs me out, uh, and who knows, man? Uh, I, I feel like it cannot be easy being a part of that family. Uh, as much as I've had exes who have had families that were overbearing, like could not imagine the Kardashians. Have you seen that video of? Kim, I think she's like in the back of a taxi or something, and she's describing what uh, Kanye does to their kid. And she's like, oh yeah, your daddy is a musician, he's an artist, and he's super talented. And the kid's like, and what do you do, mommy? And she's like, uh, uh, I I make things happen. And it's just like, <laughs> I don't know. It, 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 I find it really funny because it's just I'm like... I'm surprised she wouldn't be like on top of just saying she's a businesswoman. Yeah. yeah that that's pretty much it i was like right <laughs> she just had nothing to say to that and it's like oh that that's what happens when you make that much money you don't have to do anything yeah totally uh yeah what a, what a wild world but uh, all the best to kanye excited to listen to donda without the 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 circumstance and with and drums yeah with drums uh hopefully with some new stuff um because i'm sure he's not just waiting f to release it but you know what let us know what he thinks of the podcast yeah yeah man uh kanye if you hear this let us yeah, let, let us know. know what you think of the podcast dude, get on we, here we'd love us. to have you on we'd yeah, love to have you awesome on, dude to have kanye west on i'm sure you'd agree clear some stuff Absolutely. up talk about music we'd fucking love you <laughs> yeah. we'll fly you in we'll fly we will fly you into ohio speaking California. of which have you ever seen tyler the creator talk about music i haven't I have it's so incredible. That dude knows so much about music. It's insane. 
I think he spends like the first three hours of every day just listening to music he hasn't heard before, which I respect a lot because I find it very hard to listen to music I haven't listened to before. Uh, but like that dude knows so much and you can tell by listening to his music that he knows so much. It's so good. Tyler the Crater is awesome. Yeah. He's, he he's, he's, He'd be the dream guest. Kanye would be cool, but Tyler the Crater be fucking amazing. Yeah, that would be, I, and I feel like that's more likely to happen. No, <laughs> yeah, as in like more one, likely one than Kanye. Zero 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 one percent, and the other is point zero zero one percent. Exactly. Well, we, you know, who knows? We reach out. We'll reach out and see what happens. I'll ask him. I know he he messages people on if people troll him on like if they DM him and shit, he'll he'll troll back. So that would be pretty dope if he. God, I came love, onto the podcast and trolled us. I love Tyler the Creator so much, though. He's so he's so god. He's so cool. Here we go. I'm gonna leave you guys with this. Uh, listen to the new Tyler Donda. Listen to the new Kanye. I mean, you don't have Donda. To listen. listen to the new Kanye. The new Tyler's good, but Donda. Listen to the new Kanye. What are you doing? Uh it's it's a, it's a play on words. I, under, uh, I understood where you're going with it, man. I didn't get I, it. I, yeah. I, I, don't uh, listen to the, it's like it's like uh, don't it's a me don't, a Mario. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Don't uh, listen it's to a the me, new a Mario. Kanye, but listen to don't Tyler. Don't listen to the new Kanye. It is bad. Yahoo! <laughs> speaking of bad though. Yeah, speaking of uh, bad live streams, like the fucking Donda listening party, Jake, you have some live streams of your own to talk about. Yeah, so I was on Twitch earlier today in the last couple of days, and I was looking at just some of the more popular Twitch streamers, and it's so fucking dry. It's so dry. I don't get it. I seriously do not get it. Maybe I'm going to sound like a boomer here, or maybe just a millennial. I don't know. Well, we probably already sounded like boomers praising Kanye. Yeah, probably. But like, I like clicked on Asmogold because he's one of the biggest streamers ever. And I was like, dude, he just, he, he's, he just yells. Like, I, I don't get this. And then I clicked on, uh, uh, I forget his name. See, this is what I'm talking about. I talked, I clicked on Ludwig and he was doing like a, a game show thing that I also thought was really boring. And they were like, one of the questions they, they were doing like a game show. And one of the questions was what are some of the best games based on movies? And people gave super vague answers and no one it was said, a game show? no one said escape from butcher Bay, which is the best game based on a movie. Uh, oh, weird. Right. Stuart, not Stuart, one person. Uh, not I, one I, person. Do you want to know the, the answers? I would 100% put it up. Do you want to yeah. know the answers? They were they were very unspecific. Uh, mm-hmm. Unspecific. That's not a word. But anyway, they were like Batman, Spider-Man, Lego. It was like, what? Wait, How old are you guys? Based, but, uh, but like specifically based on a movie, right? Yes. I mean, they could have said Spider-Man like, like two yeah and, and it, so they just said spider-man though it, it was it was weird <laughs> i was not a fan of it and also like dude well actually i mean the arkham games are probably but those aren't based I mean, on a movie. Licensed, those are based on a comic right? but yeah. like escape yeah. from butcher bay is incredible 
Yes, it well, is. I mean, that's technically not based on a movie either. I would technically no, but, but the likeness, you know, likeness story. Like Vin Diesel yeah, yeah. had a huge hand in that. It, it's like, I mean, it's a quality game. They're great. It's a great game. Yeah. Uh, I would I would even put in uh, Origins Wolverine, not the movie, but the Wolverine un- the Origins, un- the Wolverine yeah. Origins Uncaged Edition. That game's great. Uncaged. It's called Uncaged but, Edition because there's like I think there's a not M-rated version. And that one's just Origins Wolverine, where the uncaged oh, edition weird. was the M-rated one, where you're just. I just remember playing the regular pieces. version and it being bloody as fuck, and also you could wear the original uh, or the '90s Wolverine costume. Oh yeah, no, it's it's a really it's a it's a good game. I would put that in there for the movie games, but yeah, no, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I don't think there's just a mood. Well, I guess technically Spider-Man. Wasn't the first Spider-Man game just Spider-Man the official game or something? Yeah, and it was bad. It wasn't until Spider-Man 2, right? That was pretty good. Spider-Man 2 was the one that came out. I mean, I think the first one's like... It was like yeah, a fun Spider-Man right. game if you just had never you know, yeah, it was a played fun Spider-Man, Spider-Man games. Game, but, but it was Spider-Man a bad t- game. Yeah, but Spider-Man 2 was that, like everyone... Was good, really yeah. Really that was great. It. It was, well, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like the first movie game was, was like based on the Neversoft Spider-Man comic book games that were fucking awesome hell yeah matt, uh, the first were. one was awesome matt didn't you interview the guy who uh came up oh, with yeah. the, the web slinging mechanics in spider-man 2 yeah dude that was awesome he he was telling me uh so basically he, like most stories in game development of something cool happening like he had to work on it in his free time on this mechanic to prove that it was worth doing for a video game and uh, especially with activision <laughs> yeah seriously it, it, it's just such a i don't know what, what a fucking industry but he, yeah he basically worked on it in his free time he like nailed it down he was like hey we really should do this and i think it got rejected a couple times just because like hey like we're just gonna do we're just gonna put pump it out because we have a uh schedule to meet and then eventually they were just like, all right, let's put it in. And fucking that's literally all people talk about. Specifically, you're talking about the fact that Spider-Man 2 is the first one where you actually had to like attach your web to buildings, right? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. It, and in, honestly, it's, it's, I mean, it, it, there are other ones that require you to web onto buildings to swing, but it's the only one that really feels like. Uh, you are swinging, like doing everything from the shooting your web out to actually using the analog sticks to swing because even the newest Spider-Man games yeah, propel you. you. you just, yeah. They, I, they still push you forward. Um, it's kind of a mix between like automatic swinging and the Spider-Man 2 stuff, but like you load up Spider... I mean, most Spider-Man games feel good no matter what, but the swinging in Spider-Man 2 just felt like tactile so much cooler yeah really seriously like really 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 fucking nice it's it's fucking awesome well, yeah, I let you do the like double webs at once on buildings and uh catapult yeah, yeah literally which was always awesome yeah. and no games have really other i don't think anyone other ones did do that maybe the third one uh, I don't remember well, th- there there are games that that have like button you push a button and then you catapult yourself up but none where you're like going through the steps to do it yeah how did you do it because you could you could do double web catapults in uh the sony spider-man game too right couldn't you Pretty yeah sure so it. that, that was like said, like triangle oh right? oh that was like contextual and it was oh, okay. a 
You couldn't it, just like, do it, it would show anywhere. Up, a little icon would show up on the world as you swung by a potential object, whether it was a sign that you could go through or a perch that you could perch onto. And then if it was like one that you could go through, Spider-Man would then shoot out two webs and catapult himself through that spot. Okay. That was pretty cool too, though. It looked awesome. Like, I mean, that game, regardless, it, it feels fucking fantastic. I'll, I'll load that game up just to swing I, around I, for a bit. I still enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I'm trying to think. Uh, the Warriors is a really good licensed movie game. Oh, yeah. Well, that's oh, yeah. Rockstar. Yeah. One of the few licensed game Rockstar has done. That, and they were like, a, which Rockstar was like, <laughs> fuck you. We make GTA. We'll do whatever the fuck we want. The Warriors? Sure. Why the fuck not? Yeah. I mean, it fit. That was it a good works. period for out. Rockstar. Yeah. And, and I heard, I, haven't, I still haven't played it, which I've gotten shit for from my brother but uh the, apparently the ghost not the newest one but there was that ghostbusters video game that oh yeah brought the back one some for of the like cast. 360 yeah that's apparently that's a good game that was supposed to be ghostbusters 3 yeah <laughs> yeah i i this is not a movie i mean guess there were movies and i'm kind of cheating because i work at obsidian but south park stick of truth was awesome i remember loving that oh, game yeah, when it came dude. out the art style the story the writing like i thought that game was awesome and then i played the ubisoft one uh fractured but whole which was cool but like i don't know it just wasn't didn't didn't hit the same for me yeah um, I, I actually i i should try that one out because i i loved stick of truth and yeah i want to give fractured butthole another try the thing that was kind of bummed me out about fractured butthole was one i mean obsidian didn't come back and two they changed the combat style like they switched it from a rpg to a, a like tactical rpg yeah it, it was it's a bummer man because i really liked the paper mario like hey i'm going to do the jrpg move selection and then i'm going to press a a bunch to power up or swing it with the analog stick or just time hits i i i like that a lot about south park and it was a bummer to see that go yeah i think i think the beautiful thing about stick of truth is that it was just like simple enough or it was just like complex was... enough to make it work well fractured but whole was like a little too much investment for a south park game like i just wanted yeah. jokes i didn't really care about i mean i do care about gameplay obviously but like i wasn't like i, I like i didn't want XCOM or fire emblem levels of strategy i just wanted to like use fart attacks and then get a funny line from cartman yeah and honestly that first game was just so novel yeah like it's it's like holy shit you're playing the show yeah this was like around the time when things could just look like the, the <laughs> when games would just look like the things that they were based on and it just yeah. even as for something as simple as south park that fucking meant it just meant so much it was just fuck dude that game was and it was fucking hilarious yeah, it, was it was so really good I still, have to, I still have to play the, the Stick of you Truth. You should play it. You I, probably I enjoy Stick of Truth a lot, Stuart. Wow. Like, yeah, you need to check it out. Literally the last game based on like a show like that I played was like Simpsons Hit and Run, which I did enjoy. Which is also it's awesome. a really good game. Yep. 100%. Stuart, <laughs> Stuart <laughs> about Simpsons Hit and Run, Stuart told me that you could... Uh, <laughs> 
you could run over characters heads and their heads will pop off in simpsons hit and run but he wouldn't tell me how so i remember spending hours trying to figure out how i could run over characters heads so their heads pop off but it turns out that wasn't true he just made that up yeah you can't do that at all oh, oh, oh shit um yeah God. And, and when you hit people it's it's they don't die they just like kind of flailed on the ground yeah. and got back up but that everyone wants that game to come back i i feel like if we played it now it i don't think it would be bad but i think it would be frustrating as hell because i remember some of the levels in that game were such bs yeah it was a good though game for people like for younger people whose parents were strict about grand theft auto yeah i played yeah simpsons hit and run and driver three were my gta clones because i couldn't play gta <laughs> driver three just so i can say so you can say your birth it's a cop you're a cop yeah <laughs> you're still going around shooting everything i don't know when she learned what it was but my mom thought grand thought it was a racing game based on the title alone right and i went to a walmart and i'm like i really want grand theft auto vice city and my mom's like, hey, do you have uh, Vice City? And the guy was like, uh, oh, yeah, you, you, you sure you're okay with your son playing this? It's rated M for 17 and up. And she's just like, oh, it's just a racing game. <laughs> and I just looked, and I looked at the guy, and the guy looked at me. And there was just unspoken, like, camaraderie. Yeah, he was like, all right let's let's get this through for you and and like it was just this like unspoken beautiful moment and i'll never forget that man you should go back to that what did you say walmart yeah you should he's, go still, back he's still there shake that guy's hand you. oh man he's uh, you like should invite older. him on the podcast dude if i if I, if that guy hears if you hear this this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for all of us. Get on this podcast, yeah. buddy. We need you. I mean, you, he sounds he sounds nice. With Jake and I, for a lot of the releases where we would go to GameStop together with our dads, they were like almost trying to get it so we couldn't get the game sometimes. Yeah. Like, you understand geez. this game is extremely graphic and violent. I, and that there's I sex remember... and language. And like I remember my dad didn't care. At like about that too like too much but occasionally my mom would want to like see what i'm playing when i was really young so i didn't get anything hit the pause bad. button whenever yeah she'd walk i know in. yeah like oh hey 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 i do that too yeah but i it's... i remember walking into gamestop and ep games when i was a kid and when it was one of the people behind the counter that i knew and i knew they were homies it was like a sigh of relief because it was like all right I can probably pick out an M-rated game and get it through uh, the purchase situation with either of my parents and walk out with it. My dad didn't typically care. My mom was a little stricter. Um, but yeah, I remember... Actually, the crazy thing, the crazy thing is one of the guys who worked at EB Games who would who, who would always like recommend games for me and would always like convince my parents to be like yeah this game is cool he ended up playing in a band with my friend and i keep in contact with him today this was oh, like 10 awesome. years after Damn. it was like 10 15 years after i uh bought games from him at gamestop but i still keep in touch with him regularly and like every every time i'm like yep you're the guy who made sure i didn't buy shit games and like pointed me to better games that's, that's awesome dope. the i i feel like the like genesis was an awesome place for movie video games because like i fucking love the genesis version of aladdin 
That game oh, is yeah. so it's fucking good. good. It's hard. Uh, I it's mean, good though. So good. And and there were so many others like Blind King and uh Jungle Book were both on that. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. the Batman so animated good. series game was good on there too. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was excellent too. And which was which just was it did Genesis have the Terminator versus Robocop? Yeah, yeah, uh, SNES and Genesis. Right, like they're not technically like based on well, a specific they're, they're movie. They're based but, on. I mean, they're based yeah, on movie characters. Literally, what we've been talking about this whole time. Well, yeah. Um, what was? <laughs> what was so, okay, that's right. <laughs> I was trying to think about where we got through this. So the so the question initially to these people was just the best, just games based on a movie. Yeah, I mean, it started from me saying that a lot of these streamers who take up top slots are not very entertaining yeah no yeah i don't the godfather first game was kind of fun oh yeah that that was great and uh ea (laughs) the second fucking with the second fucking godfather game that that was not good yeah they you know what they fucking did they sent out like press kits to a bunch of journalists from a bunch of different sites in a bunch of different states and in these press kits, they sent real brass knuckles. And you know what's illegal? No shit. To send across state lines? <laughs> yeah, real black brass knuckles. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. That's, that's yeah, kind of amazing. Got in trouble. <laughs> I love like so amongst funny. like the game statues, there's just a set of brass knuckles. <laughs> like uh, from the Godfather God. game. I would love a pair of Godfather 2 branded brass knuckles Dude, i think that would be amazing working at GameSpot, the stuff publishers would send us was absurd like absolutely absurd sometimes they'd send us things that were like absolutely useless other times they'd send us things that were just out of touch like i, I think saints saints row they sent a bunch of giant dildos oh fuck yeah <laughs> uh for resident evil they sent us a uh for tall, resident evil 7 they sent no, no they they for seven they sent us a a decomposing body flavored candle the heck they sent a vhs player too so we could like put together the the clues for resident evil's pr campaign which That's was cool, cool i thought yeah. i thought that was really cool um i know some people in the industry were really mad about it uh some some very well-known people were very mad about it and they made it very public and it was very awkward uh i'm trying to think of other weird stuff PUBG sent us a bunch of weird stuff like a, pa- yeah, a they sent you guys a ghillie suit oh. they sent us a ghillie suit they sent us like a crate filled with like straw and stuff and there was just like a bunch of random like PUBG jokes that were like okay cool i guess you spent money on this like yeah. <laughs> the 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 best stuff the best stuff that we got sent like to be fair when we got sent stuff it was never to reviewers it was never to it was always just to GameSpot generally so like reviewers typically didn't see this but like the best stuff we got was it was just like here's a controller themed on the game we're making because then it was like oh we've got another office controller for when we lose the other ones because we always do or if it was just like super simple stuff like that would come in handy like pens or something the dumb stuff was like here's a big ass statue like we got we got a witcher statue that we couldn't even fit through the door so it sat in the garage for years until finally nick margarita and john luke and i uh figured out a way to get it inside over winter break one year and we 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 brought it it was a cool statue to be fair that statue it is a really cool statue but it was just like 
it was massive it was like what are we supposed to do with this it's it's a really weird industry when it comes to stuff like that like i remember for bullet storm they sent press packages of ground beef with like bullets and bullet casings and like dog tags and you would dig through this raw ground beef hell yeah and get the dog tags that had the like I, th- I think the dog tags had the website and password for the press kit and it's like why the fuck are you sending us raw meat that we have to dig through this is fucking disgusting it's such a weird fucking industry I know yeah it's- it was weirder before too like before Matt and I were in there was like strip clubs and stuff that people would get invited to uh like cosby sweets <laughs> god <laughs> yeah <laughs> a lot of fucked up shit and probably still happening yeah i i mean like but they'd like bring press on like these ridiculous trips uh i think the weirdest thing i got invited to was for assassin's creed odyssey i got invited to a trip to greece which Ooh. i would have loved to take but uh i was like that seems like a clear conflict of interest and i probably shouldn't do that and you know at the time it was the right decision and i would have felt like a shill if i said anything about assassin's creed after spending a week and a half in greece but now that i'm not in the media side i'm like damn yeah should have gone to greece dude would have been dope have you speaking of twitch streamers there was this content creator and one of his videos went viral because it was like it was really funny. Basically, he was talking about Assassin's Creed, and he was like, "Oh yeah." Was it so the guy who me up. slowly realizes that he's a shill as he's explaining why he's not a shill? Well, no. So, I mean, yes, but but it was very much like, "Hey guys, so I played a bunch of Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and I'm really excited about it. It's really cool. Uh, don't worry, I'm not paid off. Uh, this is my own opinions." Well, they did fly me to Greece and pay for my hotel, so I guess they kind of did pay me off, but, you know, this, this, and this. And it's like this, like, really <laughs> funny, somewhat cute realization <laughs> Yeah, that, like, it was it was totally innocent. Like, it was like, they, they just were like, oh, I guess I did get paid off. <laughs> I, I will say, having worked, I mean, Matt, you can attest to this, too. Just, just with all we're saying, like... I don't think my six years at GameSpot, like, editorial is so far away from that kind of stuff. And those reviews are written, not in a vacuum, but, like, they are usually very separate from publishers and developers in that kind of sense. So, like... And and the ridiculousness from other people playing the game. Yeah, the ridiculousness about, like, not trusting reviews. It's that. It's ridiculous. Like, obviously... It's in your right to not agree with the review. You could play a game, be like, mm, no, I think it's better or worse than this person. But in my experience, there's never been a situation where I've been like, huh, that seems pretty sketchy. On the flip side, though, when it comes to YouTubers and uh, influencers, that is when you have to be careful. And that's what frustrated me a lot because people would give influencers a lot of times the benefit of the doubt when usually they're the ones who are. Uh, not being paid off necessarily, but just more ingrained in that culture, which is fine. I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying, like, basically I'm saying, like, people mistrusting reviews is, like, the stupidest thing in the world. 
Yeah, it it really, really is. I mean, if you if if people saw what it was like on our side, they'd go, "Oh, like it really there." There's no reason for anyone to be how how some people perceive us. Like it it it's never made sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, it it it, it typically just boils down to 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 quote unquote gamers who get way too invested in the marketing cycle of a game. And then when the game comes out and it doesn't meet those expectations, then they get mad. Uh, cause, cause I mean like, you know, like, like I remember IGN giving last of us Two a 10 and I hadn't talked to anyone about that game. Uh, there were people in the office playing it and I was like, 10 seems a little high for me having played this game. Uh, but you know, if that's what they think, that's what they think. Uh, I mean, I don't know what their process is like at IGN, but at GameSpot, it was very much like I finished the game and like did not tell a soul, even the people who had it, what I thought. Apart from like little things, you know, like, oh man, this part was like kind of annoying because I couldn't figure out what to do. But like overall stuff like that is all very segmented and usually saved for that final review. When that goes out, then that's when people kind of weigh in. But usually like structurally and like usually when like you get to the QA portion, it's mostly people being like, Hey, I see the point you made, but you need more to back it up rather than, Hey, I see the point you made, but I disagree completely. And I think you should say this instead of this because of this. And it's, yeah, that that's all I have to say about that. Matt, I think we've got an email, don't we? Uh, no, we, we have a couple. Oh, oh we've got a what? couple. Say yeah, what? Yeah. We have a bunch. Really? Um, <laughs> have we yeah, been getting we emails do. and just not reading them because we assume no one sent us emails? <laughs> that possibly. Uh, <laughs> right, well, let's get to that because we're almost at an hour and uh, <clears throat> we should read some of these. It's yes. email time. Um, All right, from. Uh, from Pixel Penguin Audio, uh, uh, or uh, he, he basically this is this is our friend David. Oh. I, don't, I don't know if I should read his last. name. I mean, I read his company, David D'Agostino. Thank you for the email. He's the guy who stepped on your cum rag, right? Yep, he's the one who stepped on my cum sock. Uh, did we tell that you did story tell on the story. podcast? Yep. You did. You told you did. Okay. I told you so not to, and you did it. You anyway. continued because I hadn't yeah, heard it. I did. Uh, so here's the scenario. You can pick two of the following 50 hawks, 10 crocodiles, three bears, seven buffalo, a hunter, 15 wolves, 10,000 rats, five gorillas, and four lions. The two groups you pick are on your team and will defend you, and the ones who don't are coming to kill you. You do not have mind control over these animals, but they know they must defend or kill you at all costs. Who are you choosing? So I just want to get ahead of this before you guys make your choice. I think no matter who you choose, you're only choosing two groups. I think you're fucking done. <laughs> no matter who you choose. Well, well, let's let's think about that for a second, Matthew. So, wait, read them again. Yeah, go go. Yeah, go through yeah. slowly. Fifty hawks, okay. five zero. Ten crocodiles, three bears, seven buffalo, a hunter. 15 wolves, 10,000 rats, five gorillas, and four lions. Yeah. 
I, and we can pick two to to help yeah, us. Yeah. Yes, I think you're done. Like I, I think, think if done. you choose, I think you're three bears and four lions. They're gonna get overwhelmed by ten crocodiles and fifteen wolves. No, dude. There's a, there's a way there, but I'll let you 10, guys go. Rats. I'll let you guys go. First. I okay. Yeah, I'll pick ten thousand rats. Take ten thousand rats. Three bears. Mm, I would take ten thousand rats and maybe the. Oh, yeah, maybe bears or lions. The rats, I think, is is the ten key, crocodiles. Because ten thousand rats, they'll eat through anything. Uh, if they're on your side, like they'll and eat they through anything. They know they must nothing. defend you. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you have to do ten thousand rats if you want to survive this. If you pick the one hunter, you're done. Like, See, cool. That dude but, can well, that dude can kill one of the three bears attacking you, and then he's toast. If, <laughs> if he'll shoot one bear, it, but, and then that bear will kill him. But yeah, but. What if said hunter is also surrounded by 15 wolves and that hunter happens to have like rocket launchers and shit? No, he's a hunter. He's not a uh, rocket you, launcher. If he's going to be Dude, doing something to protect you, no, he's no, going to no. get a rocket launcher. A rocket he, launcher? He's a hunter. Absolutely. A Hunters launcher? don't hunt. They hunt. A rocket launcher they can against 10,000 rats? That wouldn't matter. You can just crush the rats with your feet. Or the wolves can eat the rats. 10,000 rats, though? 10,000 I mean, rats like, would overwhelm 15 a, just, wolves. Just get, a, just get a baseball bat and whack them. And <laughs> 10,000 <laughs> of them, can, dude. Can I, can I have, like, a... a, a like, can I get Do you know Willard how many and that Willard is? can help me with the rats? You know what? Can I have Willard as the hunter on the rats? Willard? And then, yeah. No, no, dude. Not, this the, is... The, okay, the, the, Stuart, yeah. Stuart. One second. I'm changing the He's rules. He's a hunter. Yeah. He's a hunter. Think of what a hunter brings with him. Assault rifle. A hunting rifle. Yeah. No, a hunting rifle. A hunting rifle that but, shoots 308 and probably has okay, like a bow. But, but you're, a but, bolt action. But what if it, okay, but then, so we're specifically just saying like a realistic grounded hunter with like No, no, no. A we, rifle? This literally is just saying, okay, if we're talking about 50 hawks, we're just talking about regular hawks. We're not talking about hawks with like fucking rocket launchers fucking no no no, mounted no. I to their know backs. That. i know that we're not talking about crocodiles with night vision goggles i know that. we're talking about a hunter just a basic but hunter, a hunter who i feel can like... go and get weapons illegally no oh, you're I, thinking he's a hunter. too much <laughs> he's a hunter dude <laughs> but if you're if you're prepared to be attacked these by are not all these, these are not ten thousand rats with the plague these are just ten thousand rats I, I would take gorillas and wolves then you know what? The I gorillas, probably, I think the gorillas be... can rip the crocs' mouths open. The wolves yeah, and then, can. And but there's the only five gorillas. There's only five will, gorillas versus ten crocodiles. Stomp on the rats. And as you far as the crocodiles, you can't stomp on ten thousand rats. Yes, you can. Through the no, power you can. You of... can stomp on fifty, maybe at most. But then you've got nine thousand. 950 left well aren't we included in this aren't we included yes. in this battle? we yes. could bring gasoline and, can... and just torch them no 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 no. you do not get gasoline oh so this you can't bring you. anything to the battle this is just you standing there no because it's literally this is base Stuart. this is base, base crocodiles yeah this is base hunter I... like it's not it's not you preparing so this is just is, you, you randomly just, are attacked by all these groups yes and you get to choose two you of them to, to prepare. they're two. like i Yo. honestly think I think I stand by wolves and gorillas. What was it? Fifty hawks. Fifty hawks and ten thousand rats are probably your best because if you don't, if you don't have the hawks on your side, you're done, right? I don't think so. I think gorillas. That might be tough. If fifty gorillas, hawks might but, but, fuck you up. But if fifty hawks are... attacked you, you'd be fucked. But but if you had hawks and rats on your side, those gorillas probably wouldn't attack you. They'd be more focused on the rats and hawks swarming them. 
you know? No, but All I right. would want so the gorilla my on idea. my side. Okay, well, yeah, if you idea. want the girls on your side, that's fine. But like, the hawks will still peck you to death. I mean, you can. I mean, you can kill a hawk. Yeah, but can like, you kill fifty? Maybe not. But that's what my other friends are there for. <laughs> yeah, the wolves can think, can bite you think at the them. Wolves and... can. You think the wolves can kill hawks? I've seen King Kong gorillas can grab things from the air and they can rip crocodiles mouths open and they can crush rats with their big fists i, I think there's so you think five gorillas could fight three bears <laughs> i think oh, yeah. i think we're dead oh, yeah. no matter what i think you could break I, I think you'll die no matter what but i think no, that i actually i think, I, actually I, think you guys are, I think you guys are being cruel to the gorillas i think gorillas would give you a no, good no, no. shot i think so this is what i think will happen jake's 100 right i think you go 50 hawks ten thousand rats because Listen, there are 10 crocodiles. I bet 100 rats could take one crocodile easy. That's only 1,000 rats. I think you guys are thinking of rats in a much higher light. No, no, no dude. Dude, I'm talking about 100 rats done. overwhelming one animal could fucking kill. And, and plus, I don't even think it takes 100 rats to kill one crocodile. But I'll, I'll give 10 crocodiles 1,000 rats. Three bears, I bet it's 100 rats for each bear. Seven I buffalo, bet more, I bet it's a hunt still. I bet I bet you have plenty of rats. Uh, they know they must defend you at all costs. They know they must divide their numbers. Uh, 15 wolves sounds kind of scary, but I bet the rats take care of them. Five gorillas, I think rats could take care of. Four lions, I think rats could take care of. But like 50 hawks, I don't think rats could take care of. No, they could I think 50 they hawks couldn't. provide They're excellent support for the rats. Yes. 50 hawks provide excellent support for the rats. I think 50 hawks and 10,000 rats is the right answer. All right. I've got a question for both of you. Matt, you've played uh, Plague Tale, I assume. Yes. Yeah, so that's, that's why exactly you're back, what I'm thinking. That's why you're backing up the rats. Stuart, you haven't played Plague Tale. Play Plague know. Tale, and then you'll understand why Matt and I are like, Rats can rats are scary. Up. Is plagued is, is that is that like a fictional like mutant rat game or no? It's no. it's based on it's based on real medieval France during the plague. Yeah, and, I mean, it's and the plague didn't make but... rats. Yeah, the plague didn't make rats like violent or aggressive. It just oh, so much rats, for having when like, they're hungry. No wrong answer. Rats when they're hungry, rats when they're hungry will eat anything and they will devour a human. Yeah, have you read in 1984? Seconds. Yeah, one of the one of the punishments in that book is they they like what is it? They light a fire behind the rat and then yeah, put a and bucket goes, on yeah, their chest, and goes the and rat just scurrying into them. Yeah, yeah, it eats through their stomach. And also, rats are big. Ten like, thousand. Forget how though. big a rat I think is. I'm Ten thousand. They can in... eat through anything. Not a like, but, but not in like a like if you're like in like a a house and stuff like you can no prepare. this is not a house there's no he never said the situation field. you're in a field uh, did they yeah, say that you are, did they say that no no no, no. if this was but just a you're battle not in a house. between these creatures it's literally listen the scenario <laughs> is you are going to die if you do not pick two of these animals to protect you you're gonna it doesn't no matter, matter if there are 10,000 rats, have, like, rats in a field. So, so, it's, so we're going to go, though, just like because because rats, I'm assuming, have like a really strong bite and more strength than you would think. Is that what we're going Strength and numbers. Okay. And, and then the thing with the hawks is that there's no way to counter that. None of the other animals can counter a hawk. A hunter. That's why I'd pick yeah. a hawk. A hunter could shoot them. Yeah, a hunter yeah, could shoot. How many? Could before shoot the rats overwhelm him. a shotgun, you know, get some buckshot. <laughs> Dude, yes. I think... I think 
I think 50 rats could kill that hunter, no problem. I'm not talking that. about rats. I'm talking I about the, I think, the hawks. Yeah. Well, guess what? The hunter is shooting the hawks. He's looking in the sky. Oh, shit. 50 rats show up and fuck them up. That's what the gorillas and, and, are for. To crush them for <laughs> the you. Gorillas, <laughs> the gorillas are dealing with rats on, over there because uh, there are only 50 I, rats I attacking the, the hunter. Point. I'm wrong. And then I'm the five wrong. gorillas have the, 500 rats to deal with. I'm wrong. If it was 1,000 rats. There's the buffalo. If it was 1,000 rats, then I might have to think about it. But 10,000 yes. rats? 10,000 rats. Do you understand how many deal. rats that is? That's so I guess many I'm just rats, thinking. I'm just guess I'm just thinking through the mindset. If this is something you knew was has to happen, so you have to make your team, that you well, could set it up in a way to counter that. No, I, I think there's no prep. I think you have to choose your two animals and you go. Next question. That's fair. That's right. fair. I love you, Stuart. I'll take it. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Let's see. Uh, I don't. I don't. Should I read their this person's last name? I I don't know. If you want, just read read the email first, and then. All right. Hey, Nuclear Fridge Crew, I was wondering what each of your video game crushes growing up was. Mine was Carmelita Fox from Sly Cooper. I mean, that belly dancing level in Thieves of Time, am I right? My apologies to Stuart the incel, but I felt the question must be asked. What <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> God damn it. Good vibes and full wallets, Zach. P.S. <laughs> fantastic show i love the theme music and shout out to jake for a great job on the game spot after dark podcast it is not your brother asking this question no Stuart. no zach would have more respect for me uh, <laughs> i love you zach first. i do too uh man that's a good question i i don't know that i had a video game crush i mean there was one chick in bully that i was like Oh yeah, I'm gonna like give her flowers until she makes out with me. I feel like the entire female roster of Soul Calibur Two is probably mine. I will take no further questions That's at this time. That's pretty good. Uh, I don't know if I. How about you, Stuart? I don't know if I had a game crush. I'm thinking. Uh. Yeah. No. I mean, I. I'm just trying to even think of the games that I played. Like, if there was anything to have like a crush on. Because when I was a kid, most of the things I played were, you know, like racing games and like crash bandicoot and stuff so there wasn't really much there to grasp to i guess i would say lara croft yeah just because i, did, I was thinking that because I, I i remember playing a couple of those and thinking they were all right i didn't really i was never a huge tomb raider person but i mean i i guess lara croft everyone kind of i remember everyone thinking of her as like she's a sex symbol and all that but i didn't yeah. really get into tomb raider until these these new games but i guess i would still say lara croft just because she was like yeah. the only one i really remember being that i'd probably go with jill valentine actually now that i think about it because i really really i have a soft spot for jill valentine uh all right uh so next email we got our last email of the day thank you for your question yes thank you <clears throat> this is from alexander hey guys love the podcast i've been listening since the start and really enjoy the banter i have an important question though is Stuart really an incel he sounds cool but i could be wrong it's not weird that he likes feet either if i could get a definite answer if he's actually an involuntary is... celibate oh that would be awesome God. thanks gentlemen <laughs> Much love. You guys have fucking Alexander. ruined me. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Uh, is, is that a real question? Is Alexander that a, is real a real person? Here? It's from uh, Big Yam's baby. <laughs> Big Yam's baby. Um, That's their screen name, but Big it says Alexander in the email. 
man. I mean, I'm. So, I'm Stuart, not, are you actually, I'm not an actually this is this is your chance. <laughs> this is your chance to clear things up. Set the record straight. You know the thing is, there's no like like obviously even if I say no now, it doesn't matter. I mean, there's no win in here, there's son. No, there's no win in here, son. Uh, no, I'm not. But it, I, I have a feeling that that joke's not going away now. But I, I, I mean, like I, I think if I even remember when we were talking about it, I don't even think I knew the proper definition of an inc- what an incel was. Um, right, right. I've never like delved into that. But no, I'm not voluntary. Or is it involuntarily? I see. I don't even see. Now I'm already confusing the definition. Yeah. I, well, like, <clears throat> do anyone want to help me? With are that you definition? or are you not an incel? Is it your choosing? You seem to be dancing around well, I, this question. Didn't I just say no? Uh, do you like feet? This is no, another question. I mean, no, I've never had a thing for feet. I don't have anything against people that have a thing for feet. I appreciate the comment there that you you understand it. Um, right, right. But uh, no, I, I mean, I mean, if someone has nice feet, that's great. I mean, you know, you don't want someone that has just, you know, giant calluses and destroyed feet, I guess. But at the same time, I'm not. I don't know. Right. I don't know. I don't really know how to approach this question now. I, I, All right. Well, I think we'll just end. No, it with we're that. not ending it like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, no. Um, no. I mean, the insult thing was a joke from these two. From I think they even brought it up with me before the podcast even happened, and I just was like, whatever, because we did. Yeah, it's because yeah, it, was, it was Matt's thing. Matt kind of spearheaded it. But I didn't. But no, I'm not actually an, an insult. Like. Once, see now I now I'm gonna I, while we're talking so I can answer your question properly I'll look up the definition. It's an well, involuntary uh, the, celibate. I mean I don't know. It's I'm someone not. who blames women for for being celibate. No, not at all. I'm not celibate. So what? I don't think you are either. Honestly, right. I mean I know you love the Joker a lot. Oh Jesus but Christ! That means <laughs> that does not like... mean anything. Um, that does not mean anything. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah no i no i've already i remember when we walked out of the theater after seeing joker you said oh finally a movie for me right and and i went that was a weird thing to say so and then i'm looking at the definition here for the, the <laughs> so, oh okay so if you're celibate though don't you need to technically be a virgin or i guess you can be celibate later yeah you can choose to be celibate or be involuntarily celibate I mean, no, I, I'm not. Do celibate. whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, no. I mean, answer your question, no. I appreciate the question, though, and that you wanted to actually know. All right. So, so from now no. on, everyone... For, so No, no, no. This is already <laughs> fucked. I know already know Just so anyone knows, <laughs> Stuart is not oh an God. incel. Oh it's not even that big of a deal. Please, like, whatever like, you do... Funny. Whatever oh you do, goodness. what is it? Alexander, Big Yams, do not send a follow-up email. Yes, please do not. Do no, not. you can send a follow-up email. Oh, I don't. This oh, this okay. email that was sent an hour before recording. <laughs> is this is this was this you, Matt? Uh, okay. Well, hey everybody, we've got. Uh, this has been a great episode. We can't wait for y'all to hear it. You can always reach out to us at thenuclearfridge at gmail dot com. That's thenuclearfridge at gmail dot com. Guys, do we have a good show or what? That was a good show. Dare I say fantastic. Great show. I, I actually really liked I think it's one of our best, in my in my humble opinion. Mm-hmm. Stuart? Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> all right everybody i hope you have a great weekend grab yourself a cold one and enjoy it we will talk to you all next time <laughs>